como 10 minutos. Okay. Nada más que eso y de ahí viene el, el, el sendero nuevamente de unos 3, 4 metros de ancho. Welcome to another edition of Strangers Abroad. This podcast is a series of conversations with the wonderful and weird people I met while backpacking throughout Latin America. These are the hitchhikers, the couch surfers and the expats, the thrill seekers, the mountain climbers, the volunteers and society quitters. The people who, for one reason or another, made the decision to challenge themselves, to leave behind the comforts of home, to venture out into the world and see what happens. Here we go. Okay, strangers. This is the last episode of the season, and I thank you all so much for following me on my journey and listening to the stories of incredible people I met from around the world. And after 26 episodes, I still don't know what to say. But we were so lucky to speak to individuals from far-reaching corners of the world, from as north as Finland to as south as Peru. We interacted with tons of different individuals who were bold enough to step out of their comfort zone and learn something new about themselves and the way that the world works. It shattered their preconceived notions of themselves and the world. These were people who were struggling with where they were or wanted something more out of life and took a risk. They allowed themselves to be vulnerable. Oh, I'd love my job. I never thought I'd love my job. Mm -hmm. I was really depressed and scared about that in high school. So thinking, about never loving a job. Yeah, just thinking it would all be over soon, and just sitting at a desk doing something insignificant that Oof. I didn't like or believe in. Mm -hmm. And uh, don't think I held many jobs when I was young. Part of that fear, mm -hmm. like if your first job isn't great, it's gonna dictate the rest of them. Right. Is that what they say? Huh. So the fact that I wake up early every day by choice. Right. I'm always excited about my job. Even if I were to teach the same class back to back to the same people, I'd still find it right. super stimulating. That's what you're and I remember the hesitation in people's voices when I would tell them that I was going abroad alone. They would express concern, like, the world is filled with dangerous people and it's more dangerous now than ever. Everyone back home was filling my head with all these horror stories of I'm going to hear about you on 2020, and we're going to find your body thousands of miles away, floating in the Panama Canal, buoyed by bags of cocaine in my body. Liam Neeson isn't going to rescue you. And whatever I do, I needed to avoid strangers and to have designated points of contact. But I did not choose to travel because it was easy, but because I needed to feel the warmth of another sun and see the scintillating shine from other stars. Although I was warned to avoid strangers, to stay close to tourist traps and have a cookie cutter experience, I found that to be the most disingenuous waste of my time. Instead, my journey was based around the benevolence of complete strangers who welcomed me into their home, let me rest my bag, gave me a place to sleep and retreat from the outside world and share in their company. We broke bread, made each other laugh and cry, told each other secrets we would have never said to older friends, and said new things about ourselves. But I would say definitely the people that I serve, I think you, you, you attract what you, you give, you know? So the people that I met on my, on my travel has, have been 
don't know, really inspiring. Everyone has such a cool backstory. They're creating their own path. And that's also, not everyone can do that. Not everyone has the courage to, you know, just walk their own way. Why do you think it takes courage? Why do you think it's hard for people to just say, fuck it? Well, for once, obviously, I think, obviously, society tells us, I guess there's always going to be this pressure to fit in. And obviously, when you you go your own path, well, you have the chance to be marginalized and ostracized. And so that's another thing as well, you know, I think it takes a lot of courage, but also a lot of strength. And so the people that I meet who have done that, who have created, you know, the life they wanted, instead of just falling into a pattern, these people have such a good relationship with themselves, because they are exactly where they want to be. And they're the one who chose that, you know, and if they weren't happy, they would just change. And I wanted to pick apart the idea of strangers because every time I went out and traveled, it was always defined by the wonderful experiences with people whom I had just met. And my travels wouldn't have been the same without them. That's what this whole podcast is about. See, the word strange originally meant being beyond the usual bounds or boundaries. The notion of foreignness eventually became personified in the word stranger, a new or unknown person, an outsider, newcomer, or person who is, whatever else they may be, assuredly not one of us. Humans are instinctively tribal. We have a deep drive to protect our own tribe and look at others with suspicion. Strangers represented the unknown and carried with it the stigma of danger, risk, and fear. But out of the billions of people, there are best friends, lovers, playmates, partners in crime, and companions that are just out there waiting for you. Yeah, um, well, I met Joe here. My family is a host family, and his friend was staying in my house, so he came to see Costa Rica for the first time, Mm -hmm. and because it was his birthday also. So we all went out to like celebrate her birthday and um, we were all supposed to meet at this restaurant and I walked in, it was literally, for me at least, like a movie, you know, as soon as I saw him, I was like, I like him, you know. (laughs) That (laughs) one. uh, Yeah, that's what I like. And (laughs) it was like, I well as far as we talked about, it was like the same for him. So it was funny because I was so embarrassed to speak English to him. He didn't know Spanish at all. So we're all like with looks and, you know, like maybe whole, like trying to move me to the other side or whatever it is that you might touch a little bit. Right. And it was like very, I don't know, like beyond language. But to highlight the contradictions that coexist within humans, we are born travelers. We are pulled by curiosity and need to know how we got out here. So although we are fearful of the unknown, we are also pulled by it. It's, it's that feeling when you're in a filthy-ass bus station, you're choking on fumes, it's four in the morning, you're thinking, what the hell am I doing? Yep. But you get that kind of, you get this kind of weird feeling of elation and, and adrenaline and, oh my God, I'm going on an adventure. Yes. I'm up at this time of the day because there's adventure in the air and a lot of pollution but this is somewhere I'm going and I don't know what's waiting for me and, and I, I, I love that and I love have always felt the call of the 
of the unknown, you know, finding out what's around the river's bend. And where did this curiosity lead us? We discovered new facets of the world and the human condition. We found ourselves from as far north to Greenland and south to Argentina and way in the middle of nowhere to Easter Island. Our global impact has come because we left our homes and we learned from strangers. Strangers who lived in different temperaments had different languages, religions, and beliefs, but who nevertheless carried the same human need for connection and purpose. We crossed paths with people who were different from us in body, color, and customs. We advanced, we loved, we blended, and yes, we too often killed and conquered. Because even as we wandered, too many of us continued to look upon each other with suspicion, unable to discern our similarities. Failure to listen to these differences is nothing but arrogance. Interacting with strangers forces us to reach deeper within ourselves and find a different way to understand how the world works and forces us to adapt to new information and start to piece together how we got here and why. When I was started to work in Chakchao, well, I realized that there's a lot of culture out of Peru. I mean, in U.S., in Europe, in Australia, in many places. But when I started to learn English, I started to come here to Chakchao to practice English first. But in the, in the way, I realized that I like to, to talk to another people, strangers. Right. And I like to know more about cultures, about the people, about music and everything. Rachel is an Italian girl. And the first day when I worked with her was, she told me that she was crying. She was so worried about the country because it was the first time that she lived alone without her parents. So the first time I went also to, to go to eat at Ceviche with her and she feel better. She told me, hey Rodrigo, I really feel better because when I come here, I think I will die because I didn't know nobody here in Peru. So that's nice that the people tell you that you can help them to 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 feel better in your country because you know, go to another country, you don't know about people, maybe the food or maybe the language. So it's a good sensation, I think so. So now I really feel that my future is to travel around the world. Now there are also a lot of psychological and social benefits to talking to strangers. We have what's called macro relationships. Those are the relationships with your parents, loved ones, family members, partners, old, old friends. And those are great relationships, but they can be emotionally taxing or sometimes harmful or just straight up boring. Whereas we also have micro relationships. And micro relationships are those little interactions with your barista or bartender or taxi cab driver. Those interactions with people from your community, they make you feel more connected to your community, safer, and more purposeful. You feel like you are part of a larger web. And when I went out and talked to strangers abroad, I felt the connection of a global web. Even though my Spanish isn't 
and anywhere close to perfect. I can still have all these lovely small interactions. Um, one time I was on a bus, I was eating a banana, I finished my banana, I was sitting holding the peel. The guy sitting next to me was getting off first. He took my banana peel for me to go and put it in the bin for me. Like, it's just the most like tiny little thing like that, but it's so friendly and so lovely. And I started to see all of the similarities between humans that are so much more prevalent and obvious and easily overlooked. Like our need for shelter and food and socializing and good time and love. Whereas our gender, sexuality, race, and class are all very superficial aspects that we choose to focus on and are so minute in contrast to all of the similarities that we actually hold. The thing is, if you know how to say thank you, genuinely you can struggle through in any mixture of languages and then you smile and you give a genuine thank you and even if that person's been pissed off at trying to help you they're like oh stupid person learn how to speak you know if you give them a proper thank you they're like ah, i don't worry no, about you're, it. Okay. you're all right silly kids right so yeah you learn how to get by i think all of these things and stories that we've been socialized to believe but aren't necessarily true. So that's why you need to go out and travel. It's because you don't want your own story to be written for you. Now, more than ever, we need to listen to strangers. Storytelling is all about listening, which is what you guys have been so good at. And when we listen, we learn, and when we learn, we progress. And building walls to keep other ideas, perspectives, and beliefs out only hurts us. We have the potential to go beyond human limitations and truly do good in the world when we listen. You start to see who you are when you travel and you throw yourself out of the environment that created you. You see which aspects of you are integral to who you are. I'm just different. I know that I want many things and I know because I prove myself that I can do this. So I don't wanna, I mean, if you wanna tell me, if you wanna spend your time telling me that I cannot, I think it's useless. But if you wanna do that, I'm not gonna listen. And of course, I'm not gonna stay there listening. So I'm, I'm just trying to be who I am and I'm actually meeting more people like me. I was able to examine who I was in the presence of people who have different backstories, lifestyles, and beliefs. I saw what parts of me could soften, become gentler, less judgmental, and honest. What basically says be like water. You know, you need to be adaptable, flexible. You put water into a cup, it becomes the cup. You put water into a jar, it becomes a jar. You know, water can crash and can shape stone, but it can also be very gentle and flow around the smallest pebble without disturbing it. So I love that concept in living life and very applicable to travel in the sense that you need to be very open-minded and you need to be able to adapt. And I think especially as Americans that you need to be able to travel to other countries and at least try to speak the language, accept the cultures, right. and understand it's not going to be like home, but that's the whole point. Travel evokes growth and has a way of making you face with what you went out to avoid the unknown parts of the world and yourself. And there's no way to quantify growth. I can't mark it on my wall in my kitchen and see how much I've grown from two years ago. 
but I can say I feel as though through this process, I've become more mindful, know how to ask deeper questions, have become a better listener, and avoid impulsive judgments. And what people who haven't traveled don't realize is that what is scarier than all the locals and bus rides and different food was my own inner conflict. Travel forces you to face a lot of aspects about yourself that you are quick to ignore or know how to avoid in our day-to-day -day movements. Like a spotlight in the middle of a darkening street, travel illuminates the random corners of your life you often walk by without questioning. Travel shakes those foundations, finds the weak spots, and hopefully you learn how to make them stronger. At first, you don't realize, oh yeah, the way I live is, is a bit rare. Like you and I and Amy and people that are just so used to living abroad and we spend our time with the same kind of people that when you come home to a place and you kind of put roots down for a little while, um, yeah, these old friends and I think it's a bit frustrating and a little bit suffocating because I don't want to fall into their stride. Hawaii was such a special spiritual time for me and I was surrounded by people that are so open and appreciative of what I do and supportive of what I do. And they're doing similar or other crazy, cool, amazing, different things. Um, being in that environment was felt like exhilarating. And then coming here, it's a bit of a downer when you see all these nine to fives and I keep, like, I'll be like, oh, should I, should I be doing that? And then you start frantically thinking, should, am I doing the wrong thing? Should I be, you know, go, going back to school? Should I be doing what they do? And then I, I constantly have to pull myself out and remember the Jennifer in Hawaii. That, no, you don't want that. It's okay. It's okay. Um, but it, it's, it's tough, though. I find that this podcast is emblematic to the message that I've been trying to tell all of you. If you go out and travel the world, you will find yourself. If I didn't go out and travel, I wouldn't have started this podcast. If I didn't start this podcast, I would have continued to deny the storyteller that I am. And now that I have come to terms with who I am, I've never felt more purposeful and I've never felt like I've had more of a direction. And I want to push you all to see the world in all of its splendor and all of its color. Los puedo ir a dejar. Ustedes caminan y volver con él. Por el barrio.